Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership uh, around the world. Blockheads, millions. Blockhead millions, yeah. yeah. The World Cup. Look, I was always a big fan of the World Cup when I was a kid, Greeno, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably even watch You're not a big football fan, I know, but you probably the, – the World Cup is just something you watched when you were a kid. It's and different. It's, it's like the Olympics. Like, exactly. I don't give a fuck, yeah. a fuck about shot put in any other day, but yeah. you whack it on the Olympics and I'm like, oh, check out the shot put. Yeah, and you really get into it. You're like, oh, the Russians going to win this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, You know, the World Cup was one of those, like the Rugby Union World Cup and every other World Mm -hmm. Cup. When you're a kid and sports fans like myself and the young Greeno were, uh, we were Mm -hmm. tuned into the World Cup. This World Cup, I haven't actually managed to watch one complete game. I did watch seven minutes of, Mm -hmm. I think from memory, it was Mexico versus whoever Mexico was playing. And that's... (laughs) And that's while I was waiting for my hamburger and chips at the cafe nice, down the road. Gary. Well, the cafe. Nice yeah, they yes, just had it on. I, there was no sound, though, obviously. Yeah, audio. Um, yeah. yeah, they had WSFM or something going on yeah. in the background. And so I have watched like maybe seven minutes of one match. But all of the media that I've absorbed, for except for like the, the half-hour news reports you might get on radio where they just give you the scores. Yeah. I heard this morning. I had two two results. None of them. Two results. Uh, which I, none of which I bet on, which was unfortunate. Right. So you couldn't care yeah. less anyway. Who won? All couldn't care less. I'm like, I don't need. I need to know the other three. Let me know. Right. And so, aside from that, all the other media re- reporting I've heard has, at some point, even if it starts out as a regular conversation about football, it will eventually yeah. devolve into a conversation about whether or not people should be wearing fucking rainbow armbands on the pitch. Nice, Jerry. And that's just been relentless. And so I, I forgot that there was even supposed to be football on. I thought we were just talking about fashion. Yeah, yeah, protest, exactly. Protest that, that's fashion. segment one, really. But before we get to segment one, yeah. uh, I need to get to Muted Word of the Week, ah, okay. which is, which is going to fuck up segment one because yeah. Muted Word of the Week is any combination of FIFA and or World Cup. Oh, wow. So you're muting the World Cup. You are a dick. What if, what if, what if uh, Australia goes on some massive run and gets into the semis? Uh, don't you? You want to yeah. be on the bandwagon, though, don't you? Know, everyone I, loves I, a bandwagon, man. I, I do not. I'd rather. I'd Come rather on, a World Cup bandwagon. You would turn down a World Cup bandwagon. There's no bigger uh, bandwagon. It's bigger than the Olympics, Greeno. The World 100% Cup. It's bigger. Now here's the here's the interesting thing, right? Like we all remember Aloisi. Everyone gave a big fuck. What bit? What, Sixteen but that years wasn't, ago. Now? That wasn't at the World Cup though. That was to that qualify. Was the World Cup. That was the World first Cup time. Qualify, correct. And then we had that amazing tournament where yes. we had Japan and whatnot. And then we got stitched up by Italy diving, and it was fucking yes, all amazing. We did. Now since then, nothing has been able to live up to that expectation because we True. fucking overachieved hard. That was literally Australia's oh, best ever performance in the World Cup. We finally yeah. made it after so many, like thirty odd years, something like that. We yeah. hadn't made the World Cup. We finally made it. We kicked ass. We fucking did well against Japan. And, it was, and we Greeno, to Italy to the wire. and you're forgetting the most important thing, though. It was a hell of a ride for all of us. The whole Ooh. country went on this ride together at the World because Cup. Because of the drought. There was the drought. There was that desire. Yeah, as in, like, we ne- we hadn't experienced a World Cup. Ah, now yeah. we've, made, we've made everyone since, and now everyone's like, oh, I'm not getting up at fucking three in the morning. They're like, ho-hum. 
Yeah, it's funny you say that because Merv Hughes, when he was a cricket selector, I'll never fucking forget this. He was getting interviewed on the radio for something or other. I can't remember. Merv, it was either taking people on holidays or doing something like that. Yeah, you know? he, had a side, he had a side hustle going, Merv. Yeah, yeah. and he was like, you know, at the time, uh, Australia wasn't doing too well. And the reporter asked him something about, you know, are you answering enough questions? And he was like, you know, he's, he goes, the funny thing is when we win, we actually get lower ratings. So, like, when we're winning constantly, people don't tune in as much. He's like, people, he's like, the Australian fans are only really happy if they're upset about, you know, <laughs> you know, he's, that's the only time people really engage with cricket 100% is when they're complaining about us not winning enough, you know, mm. and that's it. So, I'll, you know, I, I think that same kind of thing applies, um, you know. What made the last run special, in your words, was the drought that followed, uh, that preceded it, yeah? Yeah, 100%. So all we need is for the Australian football team to be shit again for like another 20 years. 30 years. And then Greeno will care enough to tune into the World Cup. 100%. Solution. We fixed it. You know me, man. I have zero interest in the round ball game. Yeah. But the World Cup is literally the biggest, like outside of the Olympics, I'll say, mm -hmm. it's probably the biggest sporting tournament in uh, in the world, right? No, it's bigger than the Olympics, though. You reckon? More people like, watch really it. Is, yeah, more people play football than they do play yeah, all the other Olympic sports. They play everything else. But don't they play football at the Olympics? Yes, but it's only, it's like yeah, some bullshit of amateur. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, yeah. hang, on, hang on, hang on. And if you want the truth about that is, the truth is that the World Cup FIFA does not want to diminish its own World Cup, so it doesn't allow the players to go and play at the at the um, Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. That's how powerful FIFA. FIFA turns to the Olympics and gives them the finger and says, "Go fuck yourself. We're not let, we're not yeah. doing it." So that's how much bigger football is than the Olympics. Very cool. Yeah. But, Thank you. Yeah. Nice, Gary. I'll take that one. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I what I was trying to make. What I'm saying is, yes, I, I think I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I give no fucks in general about the round ball game, yeah. but because it had been 30 years since Australia qualified, right. I felt the need to get up at three in the morning, assuming that we'd never make it again. Now yeah. that we've made it yeah. every other time, like, I'm like, oh, um. well, let me know. Like, let me know the result. <laughs> yeah. And then I woke up the other day and I muted it, but I saw it on TV and I'm Four like, one. well, Oh, we, we lost it. We, oh, okay. But then I heard, I heard everyone was jerking off after one nil up. And I'm like, well, yeah. that's what you get to get. So like, yeah. wait till, wait till the final whistle. Well, that's the magic of it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, but yeah, Muted World of the Week is a uh, combination of both FIFA. Muting and the World Cup. That's insanity. And the World Cup. <laughs> uh, combination. But the good news, Damo, is yeah. all of Stigma 1 hmm. is all stories before I'm muted. Ah, okay. Well, that's nice. nice Gary. At least, at least you had that forethought, Greeno. A bit, yeah, a bit, a bit of a, bit of a precursor because everyone's like, "Hang on, like Greeno muted these words. How did he come up with the next three bits of the segment?" Yeah. Well, I did this after the muting was after, and almost as a byproduct of what we're about to discuss, right? As to why the FIFA World Cup is muted. Now, first and foremost, Emma, you mentioned it in the uh, in the opening there. There's been a lot of talk about our man's, a lot of rainbow that, and this this popped up in the the NRL this year. Yep. Uh, can you see my screen now? <laughs> I can. Anyway, give me give me a minute. I got to I got to hit the button that says watch stream. There we go. All right. 
Yeah, we go. Yeah. Now, this popped up uh, to, throughout the course of this year where mainly the NRL, but that's not Rugby League. Is there a but that's not Rugby League button still available? Oh, there is, but I've got, I've got the uh, um, the fucking World Cup thing on. Hang on, hang on. I know, but I'm going to say that. Okay. But that's not Rugby that's League. Not yeah, that's the one. That's long version. Yeah. I think this is the long it's version. Or is that the short version? Yeah. Short version. Oh, there's the goat. That's not Rugby League goat. That's the long version. Where during the course of the year, uh, there was controversy where uh, certain Manly players refused to wear a rainbow jersey. That's right. Because in inverted commas, yep. religion, i.e., homophobes. Don't believe uh, in you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Terrible people as they were, Greeno, obviously. Yep. No, but that, that's all fine. That's all well and good. Like you know, there's only there's only bits of the Bible they choose to you know worry oh, yeah. about. You should you tell. Know, you eight, should tell them. Ages, <laughs> yeah. ages six to eleven, they worry about, yeah. and then the rest, ah, whatever. Look, uh, Greeno. Look, Greeno. If I know Christians, I know it's that they appreciate uh, atheists telling them what's what's right and wrong about about, yes. <laughs> about, about religion. I'm just saying, I love it, man. Yeah. I've, I've often gone up to a Jehovah's Witness at my door and I'm like, let me tell you about Watchtowers. Yeah. Um, hey, is anyone knocking on their doors? Like, you know, I'm like, harass them for a little bit. I did have my little, like, uh, quick story time. <laughs> little story time. I like stories about pinatas. <laughs> Daughter's been off sick this week and uh, I've been working from home and the wife wasn't home. And uh, I have a little sign on my door because it's now actually illegal in Australia to knock on someone's door if they have a sign saying, do not fucking knock. It's so illegal. Like it what, is. on like hang on, hang on. Like, is it illegal like importing heroin or illegal like you know, jaywalking? Like- it's like jaywalking illegal. Okay. It's not cracked in illegal, but it's jaywalking illegal. You, they might. So it's illegal, but no one's ever going to get arrested for doing it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. Nice. Solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Vote for me. All you have to do is put a little sign on your thing saying "Do not knock," and if you do knock, then big smacks, right? Big smacks. Yeah. So uh, for the most part, no one really knocks on my door. Very, very good. Everyone's happy. Hmm. As someone knocked on my door the other day, and uh, the little girl, uh, my daughter, was in the front room. And she come out and she's like, I was in a meeting and she's like, dad, 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 uh, someone's knocking on the door. I'm like, well, that's not possible. Mm. I've got a fucking sign. Yeah. Uh, so then I look on over and I see a couple of Jehovah's Witnesses wandering off. Ah. Uh, just completely disregarding the sign. So I've made the assumption Jehovah's Witness cannot read. <laughs> just putting it nice, out. Nice, Gary. Oh, you're a fucking idiot sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Um, I always, I look, I always try to be nice to the Christians when they knock on the door because I'm like, you know what? You're spreading your word. Good for you, man. Good luck with the conversions today. I hope it all goes well. But I, I do have to get back to work. But I, God bless you. And, you know, God bless you and all that kind of stuff. And I've always been that kind of a guy. You know, I'm pretty laid back, man. You know, like you, if you just come up and start talking to, uh, to me, I will entertain you because out of, you know, out of – um. What do you call it? Yeah, just courtesy. I'll be like, okay, tell me your I'm story, dick. man. Go okay, I'm, I'm dickhead. Oh, you understand that? We understand, yeah. Greenish. But, but that used to be me. And I've now found that since we have the um the two other girls, not the baby booger bumper bumper baby, but the, other, baby. but the other two mini horses the running. Two big ones, horse. also the donkeys, That's yes. Right, the donkeys, Greener. Now yeah. that we've got the donkeys, um, I don't even get the chance to be nice at the door because as soon as I open it, they are straight at it. Well, they, they charge at it like they were fucking torpedoes being fired out of the submarine, Greeno. I've been to your house, man, there's dents in that front screen. Yeah. I've seen it. They turn into little flesh fucking nine mils, you know, that mm. just go shattering into the door. Bang, bang. 
And the person always like knocks, they have a smile on their face. And when I open the wooden door, they kind of <gasps> and take a couple of steps back. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's all right, mate. They'll lick you to death, you know, the usual yeah. lines. And they're like, I'll just drop it here. <laughs> you know, I'll just drop it here. See you. Bye. Nice, Gary. 100%, man. Thanks 100%. Yeah. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a kind of analogy if I can. Please. Uh, I put the door knock similar to the, the modern day phone call, if you will. Yes. Now, uh, I'm going to put it out here. It needs it's a story. unwanted interruptions. Well, not unwanted. I like stories about pinatas. I have never, in the last decade, I'm going to say decade. Okay. Has anyone ever given you a phone call, called you with good news? Mm. No, right? The only reason anyone ever decides to pick up a fucking phone and call you is, hey, man, I'm locked up. Uh, gonna come bail me out. It's never anything but bad news, right? No, but that is good news if you're the person calling. Do you get bailed out? You know, yeah, but not like for if, us, I call, if I call you, for example, call. and say, Greedo, come down and get me out of here because yeah, I've done something different. very silly. But, you but know, recipient, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, I'm talking about phone call recipient, <laughs> similar to the door knock. <laughs> e, yeah. No one has ever knocked on my door and told me anything I wanted to hear. No, exactly. No not. one's ever knocked on going, Hey, man, I just you know found. $50,000 in your front yard, yeah. thought I better talk it off. It's always a problem. Hey, man, this is leaking. Uh, my kid's pissed on your driveway. Like, it's never anything good similar to the phone call. Every phone call, I, I, I literally have a morbid fear of phone calls now because hmm. the only time, the, uh, the last seven calls I've received in the last decade, I only ever got seven calls. It's someone's dead. Well, you know. So I don't like those calls anymore. I don't answer my phone just out of morbid fear that someone's dead. Yeah. That's an understandable. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's understandable, but um, <laughs> not sure it necessarily is. I, I've, I've already uh, shared on this show that if I don't know a number, then I, w- I just refuse to answer it. I'm not, not answering anything. Uh, that's my know. point. And if, know, the person, the if the person keeps calling and doesn't leave a voicemail or anything, then I'll just block the number. Yeah. I, I'm, I figure well, it must be like a robo call or something because no human yeah. would behave that way, you know? No one would call six months unless. Yeah. We have so many dead. scams here. You guys, you know, mm. I don't think other countries have it as bad as we do, honestly. Oh, we're brutal. I get, I we are get fucking relentless. It's yeah. ridiculous the amount of fucking friendly. scam messages and calls that are going out constantly to every Australian. It's a fucking, it's a national embarrassment, if anything. Mm. Like, how the fuck is that allowed to just happen? How the fuck is that allowed to keep going, Greeno? All of the scam calls. You know how it's allowed? Yeah, because everyone allows it. (laughs) Because we go, you will accept conditions to sign up to this app. No, that's exactly fucking why. That's why I decline everything. That's right. Uh, That's why I only get death calls. No one's calling it. No one's telling me, calling me for any kind of scams. It's like, hey, Yep. This person's dead. Yeah, uh, so I'd like so you know, obviously I'm I'm on board with you. Um ah. yeah, but I look I'm starting to see a trend here and we've we've gone from muting the World Cup to now <laughs> muting all phone calls altogether. <laughs> are you now this is a genuine question, are you no one's gonna die? No one's <laughs> nice, if I mute all phone calls. Yeah. Everyone's gonna live forever, kids. Why? Because I because unpl- I unplug the internet. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's it. Ignorance is bliss. We talked about this on the show before. It's true. That was my running thing. Yeah. I don't want to hear any bad news. Don't tell me bad news, Damo. Right. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Does it <laughs> look, Greeno, the world is ending. Does it have anything to do with sport, eighties movies, or tit? No. Tit. No, no, don't want to know. Well, no, well, I think it will, because I feel like I might get more tit content 
if the world is ending. I thought you were going to say, I feel like it will, because I really do think Roseanne Barr is the apocalypse. Well, that as well. That's an 80s movie, though, unless we're talking about that she-devil. Yeah, she-devil, that's right. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Only one I can think of is Roseanne You did it well, though. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I was like, what's that movie? What's what? Ah. It, was a good, it was a good pit stop. It was under, you know, 1.2 seconds or something. That's all yeah. it took you to register 80s movie with Roseanne Barr. Right? Oh, <laughs> I, know, I know the TV show. What else is she in? Yeah. She's in the anthem thing. And she did. Yeah. There we go. And he's off down pit straight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the original point of hand. So fashion police. So fashion uh, police. no one cares about the round ball game anymore. No, no one cares. No one gives a fuck. Who doesn't care. Nobody cares about the corruption. We don't care. The fact that Qatar... Obviously bribed everyone to, to make sure they got the World Cup. Oh, you know we, we care we, about that, How funny is this, though? Australia didn't did not Australia bring that up at the time, and everyone was like, Australia, that's just sour. Because remember, that's the one we were going for. We know we did it. We did a segment on our old show when we used to be a sports that's show right. where we were like, uh, twenty four million dollars, one vote, one vote, and we just we basically just wasted a whole a whole segment talking about. $24 million. That's right. One vote. Kevin Kevin uh, Rudd Kevin Rudd was in the ad for it, Greeno. Yeah, remember. and we went fucking full pelt. And that was the one where yeah, everyone thought England was going to get 2018, yeah. and it went to Russia. Russia. And then, and then everyone thought the US was going to get 2022, I think. Which they and which they, they probably should have at the time. Should have, yeah. Both of them should have because they had the better infrastructure. That's right. And then it went to Qatar and it was like, what the yeah. fuck? And remember, part of the Qatari bid was promising that the stadiums would be air-conditioned. Do you remember that? Yeah. No, and there was talk degrees. about money. There was, a lo- there was a lot of discussions about money at the time. But look, at the time, we raised that as a nation, like as a sporting nation, Australia. Mm. And basically we're told, oh, that's just sour grapes because you didn't get it because you only got one yeah. vote. Shut up. One I don't vote. know what you're fucking yeah. talking about. And now all of a sudden, all of these people are like, oh, fucking Qatar, Qatar. It's like, it's too late to complain now. Yeah. Now it's just, you, you just want to write articles about it, you yeah. know? And now it's just content. Now it's, exactly. It's it's not a story anymore. It's content. There's a difference, yeah? So mm-hmm. now it's content and you're making money off the content. But back when it mattered, like when it was fresh, nobody gave a fuck. Exactly. So now they've had to find something else to complain about. Yeah. And i.e., Hmm. Fucking rainbow hats. Let's oh, and look, and look. Let me clarify. I'm not filthy on uh, the Qataris one bit either. I just, I think, oh. I think FIFA is such a corrupt organization. Then you may as well get what you can pay for. Uh, to be fair, you know, whatever we, what the pittance we spent, you know, on fucking some advertising student to do some kind of pamphlet rush or something. You know, that was never going to cut it when you come up against oil money, Greeno. We didn't have 15, oil money on the line. Fifteen million we spent for one boat. Fifteen million, really, and that's that's yeah. a that's a fucking that's a drop in the ocean compared to oh, that's it. compared to the bags filled the paper bags filled with cash that probably were or the suitcases. It would have been suitcases filled with diamonds. Okay, sorry. But I see. I, I view this entirely. To be fair, I view this entirely in the same realm as like Tour de France drug cheats. Um, well, you know, they're all taking it. So what's the fucking difference? Work them while you got them. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And so if you're dealing with a corrupt organization, then obviously the way to win is to be, you know, is to engage in the practices they engage in. Yet sometimes you got to do a few grease payments, Greeno. You know what mm, I mean? Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. And promise and promise air conditioned stadiums, which <laughs> open air stadiums. <laughs> Oh, you know, what are your stadium situations? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've got to build them. 
We've got to build uh, them, yeah. Yep. 45 degrees out uh, there. What we'll, are you draw, do? Well, we'll put the fans up. Yeah, now oh. that we've now that we've won it, we'll we'll put some plans together. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Oh, you, how many people are gonna die to build these stadiums? Oh, that's all right. Yeah. And are they uh are they Qatari? No, 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 it doesn't matter. We're gonna get immigrant workers in. No, it's fucking yeah. But again, again, I'm not here to pan them. I, I genuinely think good luck to them. And, and you know what? It's, by and large, it seems like they're doing a pretty reasonable job of running the thing too. So, you know, it looks good when you're sitting in a fish and chip shop for seven minutes watching it on the <laughs> TV on with the sound off. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to WSFM, looks watching good. A, a, yeah. a rebooted remix of Elton John. It's yeah. fucking it's good times. It is good times, Greeno. So good luck. Oh, let's have a look at this though. But this is the biggest issue. We're not talking about soccer. We're not talking about the round ball game. Right. This is what this one is apparently the issue over there in Qatar. Okay. That's all. <laughs> you know why this now, is beautiful, Greta? Do you want to ex- quickly explain this for our podcast? <laughs> Oh, I'll explain it for the podcast listener. So you have uh, a lady in a rainbow hat, like in a rainbow pride hat. She's being asked to remove it by security at the ground, who Ooh. is a woman wearing a hijab. Nice, yes. Gary! And that is, that is so, that is, that I, th- I think you should screen cap that. 2022 and World Cup. That is the image of 2022 right there. Yeah. And I think that is just fucking poetry in life. That is. Yeah. Wonderful. Please take off. <laughs> the woman in the hijab is saying to the woman in the, you know, gay pride Rainbow. hat, please take your hat off. We find it offensive. That is just fucking beautiful. Can I make a quick point about this? <laughs> I'm looking at this hat. Yeah. I don't actually think it's a gay pride hat. Uh, I, I think it is. Because there's fucking, there's some blend there. It's more of a hippie hat. Then it is a gay pride hat because mm. the gay pride hat are literally like there'll be cock, cock and balls on it. Like it's fucking, they, they, it's pretty out there. <laughs> I don't know if there's cocks and balls on them. Really. <laughs> I think there is. Uh, I well, think now to be fair here. This person is just into rainbows. What is what I'm saying? Like maybe this, this okay. chick is just mad into rainbows and she wants, like, what about Rastafarians? That's uh, what I was going to bring up. Now I will. Up. Now I will say this guy is being unfairly treated because that is not a gay pride cap. That's that is a Rastafarian. Hat. That's a Rastafarian. Those are the Rastafarian right colours. So yeah, that's not now this here. This this uh, bucket. I, hat I, here. I don't think that is a gay pride hat, man. I think that is literally because that's more the colours of Germany, if anything. No, the just the top part looks like it, but then it blends into more rainbow is, stuff. Is, is is black, red, and yellow generally on gay pride? Um, I don't know. They changed the colors. I don't know either. They... What I'm saying is, I think that is legitimately just a rainbow. Hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Okay, you got to take the hat off. I love this though. This is amazing. This is fantastic. It's a, it's a. I reckon it's. Yeah, I, look, I reckon it's a gay pride thing with, uh, like a whale sticker on it. Have a look at the hat. Have a look at the hat there in front. Yeah. Once again, that's just a rainbow hat. Yeah. A gay pride hat. Yeah. We've seen multiple rainbow hats right Well, now. you know, they should think themselves lucky because they're not being asked to put on a hijab, Greeno. I always <laughs> I always think um, when in – I always wonder what happened to when in Rome, honestly. And look, like this, all this says to me I, I, is – I'm glad you raised that, man. I'm really glad you raised that. Greeno, all this says to me is this particular Wales fan here experienced that 
their Western liberal values are not necessarily fucking dominant in other places on planet Earth. Congratulate. Welcome to welcome to humanity where, um, you know, where some people have a little society and they like their society to have certain things. And just like we do, we say yes to things and no to things, do we not? They say yes to things and no to things. And you just got a, a little reminder that, no, no, not everyone has to listen to you and your little fucking, you know, idealism and stuff. It doesn't necessarily apply there. So, you know, we all know that. And I always wonder, don't you respect their culture? So when in Rome, you know, you're in someone's house, basically, is the way I think of really? it. You know, why not just fucking, hey, don't go on, don't go over to someone's house and start pissing in their cornflakes. You know what I mean? <laughs> but hey, yeah, whatever. You want to be a hero nice, on Twitter? Gary. You want to be an activist? Well done. This is what happens. Well, I, I guess. I don't, think I, don't know. I don't think this person is an activist. They have literally just wearing a fucking rainbow hat. Okay. That is not a fucking gay pride hat to begin with. Okay. Um. But I 100%, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to say because I, I found myself in this weird position this week where I'm like, I find myself siding with Qatar, where I'm yeah. like, you, you, you know, like, cause we're about to get to the, uh, let, actually let's show the next video and then we'll talk about it. So this was, uh, Ecuador fans chanting in the stands oh, yes. at the World Cup at Qatar, right? <laughs> I don't speak Spanish, but the tweet reliably informs us that they're apparently chanting, we want beer, Greeno. We nice want beer. Nice exactly. No piss. No. See, I could care less about the, the stance on rainbow-coloured garments. I could mm. definitely, I can definitely get behind a, where's the activism for the piss, Greeno, for the grog lovers mm. out there, the beer drinkers? Where's well, the sympathy back. for us? Hey? It goes back to the original point, right? People know if you are going to travel to Qatar, it's an it's an alcohol free zone. That's right. And uh, there's less women's rights, and there's fucking zero gay rights. Yep. So so what up, are you going for? Don't rock up <laughs> and go. Oh, I'm going to wear this in protest. Yeah. Well, just don't. You know how you protest? You know what? You know the reverse thing of protest: handing money over to that particular government. <laughs> You know, here's a good idea. I'm going to hand over and we all know they we, we all know they're short a dollar, Greeno. You're yeah, really helping exactly. them out. <laughs> Let's hand over all our travel money, and we're going to spend money in their economy to support the fact and further uh, support the cause of them getting further World Cups or further World Events by going there to then go. I oh, don't know. No, well, fucking, we're, we're all in for the guys, and that's fine. Like myself, I, I'm all about equality, yeah. but. Like you said, when in Rome, we know if you go to Qatar, you can't yeah, you can't drink. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a woman, you better better cover up, and you're sure as shit cannot put a cock in your mouth. <laughs> Between those three things, you can't do it. Can't so do don't it. rock up knowingly and don't do those powder, things. Right? Yeah. Don't do those three <laughs> things. Then you'll be fine. And it's like okay. it's like go when you go to Bali. And, when yeah. you go to Bali, don't try to smuggle fucking cocaine around the place. Ball, don't do that. Fucking weed in there. That's yeah. fucking that's the rules. Don't do that, and you'll be fine. Similar with the Britney Griner fucking protest, man. This fucking bugs me so much. They're like, oh, poor Britney. She's a political. She probably is a political. Oh, look, poor, I definitely look. I definitely think poor Britney. To be fair, nine years in a Russian fucking forced labor camp is not insane. what I would want to do. You know, However, so her career is over. She's going to be like when she comes out, Greeno. There's going to be book deals and movies. She'll be like the hurricane. 
Oh, 100%. <laughs> Oprah will come out of retirement to interview her. By great. the time she gets but, out of Russian prison, they'll be saying she's the greatest basketballer who ever lived. And, you know, I swear to God, Mark, this, save this post. No, <laughs> So she'll be a very rich and successful and powerful woman when she gets out of Russian prison, but she first has uh, to survive it. And that's not going to be the fun part. Yeah, exactly. But once nice. again, don't And under, completely Russia. undeserving. But once again, don't rock up Russia with fucking weed. Yeah. Like, well, don't, yeah. don't put up. Don't put yourself in a position where you can get locked up for nine years in a Russian prison. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, and Just and and, and see, and that's the whole point there, right? So, uh, here in the West, we don't we don't lock people up for nine years. I hope for you know yeah. having a joint in their pocket or something. Oh, we just we just like people to rock up in boats on a. Oh look offshore. here, here we give away here. We, Greeno, in our in our societies, we give away heroin substitutes. You know, yeah. to people, we say, "Come down to the clinic. We'll fix you the up." Hundred percent. We, we so you don't need. Yeah. We go down to the local train station, and you're like, "At six a.m., I'm about to trottle off to work to the yeah. city." What's this big line at the bath? Oh, that's the meth lab. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, we know free meth. Like, uh, yeah, got to get, got to get them off the smack. We're so, going to give them this instead. So All I right, guess. Well, yeah, exactly. So I guess it should be moments like these that you appreciate just how non-oppressive we actually really are to people out here in the we're West. Be- Maybe don't be such a bitch about it next time. You know? So what you're saying is we're, we're better. No, 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 no. We're just different. <laughs> Everyone's different. Better, so what better. I'm saying is don't, don't, take, don't take your values here and go somewhere else and think they apply there. That's not how shit works. I shouldn't have I to was. talk to people like yeah. they're five years old, but it seems we do. <laughs> Just, the show's got a very yes, serious tone. This is what we do in our house, yeah? At, in our right. house, we clean the plates and we put them away. But if when you go to Jimmy's house, they get takeaway, okay? Yeah, but that's what they do in their house. So don't take our plates no. to Jimmy's house and don't no. bring fucking takeaway here, okay? <laughs> Does that make sense Thanks. for people? Oh, I'm oh, going to agree with you, man. It's, yeah. fucking, it's, it's fucking so stupid. Yep. Everyone knows the rules in Qatar. Yep. Like, that's what they do. Don't disparage it. It doesn't mean you can't be upset. It doesn't mean you can't criticize the rules. It doesn't mean you can't. I think there's rules. I've I've been to your house and your mum made me fucking force down spaghetti till the fucking bowl was empty. And would I piss and moan about it when I got home? No. Definitely. However, (laughs) when I go to your mum, hey, man, I don't think these fucking, this is good. I'm going to wear a flag on my arm because I don't want to eat all my spaghetti. Your mum fucking cooked that spaghetti and I ate that shit because that was her rules. That's right. We're in Rome. That's it. We're in Rome. Have a I little respect. Was. Have a little respect for your it. hosts. That's all. Hundred yeah. percent. You just got to respect the host. If there's, if this is their rules, we're gonna eat all the spaghetti. Yeah. We fucking eat the spaghetti. And if you know what, if you don't like it, how about this? Why don't you just try to experience it? Why don't you just try to experience that society? If you're, let's say, you're over there as a reporter for some fucking dickhead online magazine or something, and you're writing. <laughs> You're writing dumb articles about, you know, the empathy of the football crowd or whatever the fuck mm. you're doing, you know. And you go over there and you you could have just gone along with the ride, even wear like the local clothes and stuff, really try to fit in and mingle and and see how the society ticks and what people think yeah. and really get to know people. But no, instead you want to go over there and fucking bitch and moan that it's not more like the place you come from, which you yeah. also complain about. So, you yeah. know, just fucking make up your mind, really. And, and let's put it out there. We're not, we're not agreeing with the Qatari way of life. What we're saying is no one's forcing anyone to be there. Yeah, that's it. That's Don't it. fucking go and complain about it. That's it. And, hey, maybe maybe some people really like the way they live and they love being there. No. Hey, have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought of that?
I know, I know in some parts of the world, Greeno, when people, when they talk about democracy, they laugh in your face and go, democracy, really? What's right? What? You let fucking idiots decide who runs the place. Mm. You know, you, they, really? They, they laugh at democracy. You know, they think, oh, what? You let every fucking uh, Joe Blow in the street vote to decide who runs the country. That sounds horrible. You know, like, so what? Some uneducated idiot has the same rights that I do. Well, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> you know, that's the, the different attitudes run in different places, I think. And I, again, it, we're supposed to be talking. The difference when we were kids, Greeno, is at this point in the show, we would be talking about the football. Instead, mm. what are we talking about? What what you're allowed to wear at the World Cup? Yeah. You can't wear rain. Nice, Gary. And look, we're we getting a break right now, but yeah. all I hope is that this actually helps boost our massive ratings over there in the Qatari market. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yes welcome back in live ladies and gentlemen boys don't forget uh twitter hasn't hasn't blown up yet hasn't caved Not in yet, yet. Yeah. yeah we're surviving we're there surprising we're still yeah and, and you know and you know what a lot of the people bitching about the new ownership also seem to be remaining on the platform it's a miracle i guess wonderful Crazy miracle. Notion. Crazy notion. Yeah, I have this theory, Greeno, that um, the people who were, um, you know, who spent the last two years when, because, you know, people would get banned off Twitter. And if you mm-hmm. complained about having your account banned off Twitter, 
look, our show has been, um, we've had shit banned off YouTube and stuff, and we never really complain about it because it's kind of like, who are you going to complain to? Nobody cares. Yeah, just deal with it. Yeah, you just move on. You know, it's this, someone out there got an itchy dick about my podcast a couple of months ago <laughs> and got one of I the episodes it, like, taken down. You know? and whatnot, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't even know who this person is. They don't tell you what part of the stream they're pissed off about. So I can't really act on your anger in the first place. You could just yeah. you could just write me an email and say, hey, I really didn't yeah. like this part of the show. Do you mind? And I'm Can like, yeah, and I could have written back and maybe given you some context or, you know, ignored <laughs> it maybe. Could have ignored it as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't even attempt that. So, you know, it happens. And so these people who have been, you, that would happen to you on Twitter and people would say to you, well, look, it's a private company, bro. So if you don't like it, go and start your own platform, right? Yeah. And, of course, if you went to one of the other platforms, you were told that you were exiting to be part of an echo chamber, which is toxic and dangerous, by the people from the platform that just kicked you off, right? Yeah, it didn't want you on there, but yeah. that's a bad thing because you left the platform. That's right. So they don't want you on there for, in the first place. They ban you and then criticize you for joining something else after they tell you, why don't you go and join something else if you don't yeah. like it here? So now these people who have spent the last couple of years doing that, all of a sudden they find themselves under this new regime where Mr. Tesla, Elon Musk, is now calling the shots. And now yeah. all of a sudden they're like, oh, it's, Twitter's chaos, a hellhole. Uh, it's falling apart. Uh, this is fucking bullshit. It's white supremacists are coming back and everyone's a Nazi and bloody, you know, the usual stuff. And it turns out, well, I thought, hang on, hang on, private company, bro. Why don't you go and start your own Twitter? Why don't you go and start your own platform? Go and have your own little echo chamber over there. But it turns out all along, Greeno, it turns out the truth was right there in front of our eyes that these people actually rely on Twitter to generate little incomes for themselves and spread their little fucking hot takes over the internet. And their, verified account, sir. And their careers depend on this platform being there. And now, now, does that shed new light on what you, why you may want other people banned off the platform? No, does that make Gary. sense? Because guess what? It's a market, yeah? Mm. If you could just get your, your competitors banned... And then, uh, well, hey, no, no, don't listen to those people. They're far right. Yeah. They're far right wingers on this uh, toxic echo chamber over there. After we kick mm. them off, you know what's wrong with them? And so, why, why are you still here? It's well, if you don't, why are you here on Twitter complaining about Twitter? If you don't fucking like it, go. It's a private company, bro. Log they off. can do whatever they want. Yeah. If go you don't like off. it, go and log off. Go, go start go. your own fucking no, Twitter. Hey, okay. right? we're not forced. We're not forced to be yeah. this stupid no shit. No one's forcing you, like you to it? be here. That, that's <laughs> exactly. how you got muted word of the week. There Just you go. block it and mute it. It's easy. Yep. I tell you, I tell you we're not going to mute, Damo. Hmm. Uh, we're not going to mute some cross-promotion because we had, we had a very, and I'll say, I'm going to put it out there, very successful cross-collaboration with our friends, Fergo and the Freak. Fergo and the Freak, three, ladies and gentlemen. No, three, three, four years ago. Well, we referred to it as the Dutch Rudder. The Dutch situation. That's correct. That's right. I forgot they... about that. I've repressed that. <laughs> well, they would stroke us for our podcast a little bit. We'd, we'd stroke, stroke their, their podcast in return. Yeah. And then everyone was like, everyone was working their wrists and everyone was all happy. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that has gone a little bit of a lull. I feel like, you know, even though that we kicked ass in we Ukraine been any recently. Action. Yeah. Yeah, like we kicked ass in the Ukrainian markets recently, uh, but I feel like we need to spread spread our love a little bit further if we can. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Greta. I just want to point out that the Ukrainians are on the brink of annihilation, and what do they decide to turn to in their darkest hour? It's the, the block starting block, no, ladies and gentlemen. Well yeah. done, Ukraine. Hello. 
Hello the uni day. Now, was that because they wanted to stay alive or because they thought they were going to die? You need to decide which one. The end is nigh and we're going to go down with the ship and we're going to go down with the block. So that's why we love the Ukrainians. Like fucking... We do. They're fighters. Nice Gary. Nice Nice Gary. Nice Gary. Nice Gary. But our friends at a sporting discussion, which is a legitimate sport podcast, which is what we used to do back in the day, and that's how we kind of became buds. We tried to. I don't think we ever pulled it off. We tried to, but like that's how we became buds with these these guys, and they started like so they're a Melbourne based uh, podcast, we're a Sydney based podcast, so maybe more focused maybe on the AFL, we're more focused on the NRL. Uh, but at the same time, like after that's we not just, true. Like, Greeno focuses. I haven't watched a game at NRL so, in ten years. I'm an yeah, AFL I'm fan. So you're actually it. surrounded. Yeah, I know. You're yeah. trying to egg it on and you know create. Just a create a statement. Yeah. I'm sorry. I yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Yeah, we fine. love NRL. You know, my favourite yeah, team 40, is Greeno. I love the oh. South Queensland Crushers. They're my Ooh. fucking. They're my nice, guys. Mister. Yep. Yeah. And remember the Western uh, Reds, Greeno. I remember the Western Reds. I remember the Adelaide Rams as the well. Adelaide so. Rams. Do you remember the Hunter Mariners? I do remember the Hunter Mariners. Yep. And uh, uh, Noel Goldthorpe was their number seven, if I'm not 100% mistaken. 100% he was. That's yeah. right. He also kicked a, a field goal in the stupid fake State of Origin tri-series thing they created in Super League. Which Queensland in, won. Like, <laughs> which, no, I, I, think just, I think New South Wales ended up winning in that because of Noel Goldthorpe, uh, like triple overtime field goal. Oh, maybe. Yeah, Google it. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, you're right. And Queensland won the actual real state of origin um, with all in, with a team with, made up of like fucking uh, basic B graders. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, with Fatty Vorton as coach. Fatty Vorton as coach, and they See, won it three 0 if I'm not mistaken. I understand they did. Yeah. That's right. They won ben the Ike first game. They won the first game two 0 It was a penalty yeah. goal only, and that, I reckon that was the greatest game of rugby league I've ever watched in my life. Not live, like yeah, just on TV. No. Yeah, just on TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, two nil. So that never happens. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to look that up. I don't think that was the score. Yeah, I think that was the score, man. Two nil. We'll find out. Our, bo- our friends at the sporting discussion though Game one. might know the answer to that. Now they they've reached out. They're doing a little bit of a segment at the moment. Okay, where they're talking about the greatest live sporting event you've uh, ever been to. And and they, they've asked us to record it for them. Now they've got their own particular recording thing. But that would involve a lot of effort, right? Because then I gotta log in and I do What's that. What's their recording thing? What are they? What do you, I don't know. What do you mean I, recording? Like a like a telephone? It's service. like it's like a voicemail. Yeah, it's like a really? voicemail. But I'm like, well, here's here's the thing, right? See, if I, I had a voice, like, if we had a voicemail for the show, it would just be our friends dicking us around and making calls, and people yeah. from Vietnam speaking Vietnamese, saying how Vietnamese much they love the and show. The Ukrainians going, oh, bum bum bum. Like, yeah. It's fucking. It's no good. Like, yeah, it's it's no good at all. Call the so, police. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so I was like, look, we can either call in on that and that's going to involve a lot of effort or we can record it on this show, oh, okay. get some get some free content for free our content. show because right. that's what our show is all about. The only reason we do the kind of like uh, back and forth yeah. is to fill up minutes of this show to kill where, time. I don't have to, where I don't have to write content. Uh, <laughs> very lazy presenter. Very lazy. So what we're going to do is we're going to steal what the sporting discussions asks us. We're going to record it here, send the link of our show to the boys. They can play this bit on their show, hopefully give us a bit of circle jerk, fucking cross promotion back, and everyone's a winner. So you need to, it's the best sporting, the best live sporting event uh, event you've been to. That's Correct. The so 
So what's our 100%. time limit? We, do we need to keep it within a certain? Let's try to well, aim for like two minutes or something, three minutes. The boys maybe. haven't given us a parameter. They've just said, can you record the best live sporting event you went to? Yeah, but we could talk draft. all fucking night about it. That's, That's not, not good. <laughs> they can edit it down. That's okay. They the won't want to listen to six hours of coverage. They're not six hours. <laughs> I'm going to do mine very quickly. I'll do mine. I'll and go I'll first. Throw to yours. No, 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 no. I'll go first. Yours is going to go for nine minutes. No, but I don't want it to. That's the point. Oh, okay. You go first. All right. I'll go first. So the best uh, live sporting event uh, event I've been to was in Scotland. Myself and Lady Boogs, we were over mm-hmm. there. And I'm a big Celtic fan, have been since I was a kid. And, um, you know, the lovely Lady Boogs, being the woman that she is, uh, when myself and my mate, who's a big Rangers fan, uh, were mm-hmm. having a drink one night, came out, and we were kind of egging her on, like, who are you going to go for, who are you going to go for? And she just turned to me and she said, well, just I'm going to go for Rangers just to fuck you, mm-hmm. you know? Like <laughs> I was like, well, that's yeah. fucking great. So, but anyway, it turns out my mate's girlfriend at the time was a Celtic supporter. Like myself. There we go. So myself and the Lady Books are over in Scotland and we managed to score tickets to this Celtic game, but I can't go with the Lady Books because she wants to wear a Rangers shirt. So obviously can't do that. that's not yeah. going to happen. It was the uh, old firm. It was an old firm game. It was the League Cup final in 09 at Hampden Park. So Celtic versus mm-hmm. Rangers, old firm derby. These teams mm-hmm. have been hating each other for over a hundred fucking years, mind you. Mm-hmm. You know? They, if you go to a train station in Scotland when they're playing against each other, they will set different platforms for the fans, like Rangers fans on this platform, Celtic fans on that platform. No pub in Glasgow serves beer until kickoff. <laughs> That's a rule. Yeah. It's a law. I tried to get a beer and they laughed in my face, Greeno. Oh, I'd fucked up. You know, yeah. once again, when in Rome. Yeah, when in Rome. That's it. All the Scottish people were laughing at me and they're like, you can have a coffee if you want. I'm like, a fucking coffee? It's 10.30 in the morning. That's it. <laughs> I've been up since 7am. I've been eating those filthy fucking sausages and hash browns or whatever the fuck you serve for breakfast There's here. There's no potatoes in the hash browns. That's, I don't even know what's in the sausage. Is it? Is this sheep's guts again? That's it, haggis. Fuck. Haggis, I guarantee it. You know, so it's 10.30. I, I go in. I'm thirsty as a fucking camel greeno for this beer, uh, even though it's four degrees outside, no beer till kickoff. Fucking cunts. Yeah. Anyway, so we scored tickets to this old firm game, and the only Celtic tickets we had available were like hospitality tickets. So, you know, you go in somewhere else, you get a fancy meal, they serve you a beer, and then you go off to the to the game, right? Mm-hmm. The hospitality like luncheon thing was at Celtic Park, so I went with my mate's girlfriend, and off we off we trotted to this hospitality thing. Get to the mm-hmm. front gate, and the guy says to me in a very very thick Glaswegian accent, "Are you the hospitality group?" And I, and I I kind of discern, "Are you with the hospitality group?" And he said something else, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's us, mate, that's us." He goes, "No problem." He leads us into the stadium. We end up in the fucking boardroom, right? Oh. I swear to God, this is all 100%. Greeno knows this is true. This is verified. This is real. I've heard this story, yeah, plenty of times before. Plenty of times. We end up in the like the boardroom of fucking Celtic Football Club, one of the oldest and proudest and you know greatest football clubs on planet Earth, right? Mm-hmm. We're in there and they're serving like this private lunch and everybody's wearing a suit except me. <laughs> and I... Ooh. I don't really feel like I fit in, you know. I'm wear, I'm living out of a suitcase at this point, so I've kind of got mm. like a, a jacket on. I've got my Celtic shirt underneath, but you kind of can't walk around on game day with that shit showing, you know. That That's that's putting your life in your own hands. So I've covered it up, and I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, all good, all good. We sit down. We're getting served lunch by people wearing vests and ties, Greeno. Yeah. I'm like, this doesn't seem right. I seem out of place here. <laughs> 
what are we doing here? Anyway, long story short, about three quarters of the way through a meal, this guy comes in who used to be like the chief cop in fucking Glasgow or something, mind you. Yeah, yeah, He wanders in and he's like, uh. at that point, they realized that I was actually in the wrong place and I should have been eating a fucking, like a cold frozen pie nice. at, this, yeah. at this outdoor tent, like that was T- in yeah. the car park. That's the- T- 33 row 400. That's right. But yeah. the, the ticket that I bought, that's what that was for. But- Apparently, I acted with such confidence when he said, are you part of the hospitality group? And I agreed because I couldn't really understand what he was saying. (laughs) That's right. So uh, at this point, like, I'm drinking champagne at this point, at this fucking lunch with all of, like, the top sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. All the top sponsors of uh, Celtic Football Club are all there. We're having this fucking swanky lunch together. I'm drinking champagne. The guy next to me turns to me because the lady at that point goes, she puts her hand on my shoulder like the, the chief restaurateur there, and she goes, you're not actually supposed to be in this section, if you wouldn't mind. And she kind of motions towards the door, and I'm like, oh, fuck, we're out of here. The yeah. guy, the guy next to me, puts his hand on my other shoulder and starts laughing and goes, "Let him stay. Only a fucking Australian could get away with some shit like this." No, <laughs> Swear to God. Definitely nice, Gary. In the end, we ended up taking the bus with all of the top sponsors. Um, the Beautiful. the top cop in Glasgow said to me, "You ate my son's lunch," and uh, my. <laughs> My mate's my mate's girlfriend kind of uh, said to me, "Don't worry, his son's a fat cunt anyway. So who cares?" Yeah. <laughs> so we, we go into the stadium. Uh, it was a it was a it was a nil nil game after ninety minutes. Celtic won two nil in extra time, and it was one of the greatest days of my life. Nice, scary. Nice, scary. Best sporting event you've ever been. I can't I can't top that story. Now uh, I'm going to put it out there though. Uh, you did say the word cunt about six times, and you said the word fuck about nine. <laughs> So I, I don't know what. A Let's go with Greeno's story. Rules are in relation to language. Let's I'm nominate sure your boys, story. I'm sure the boys can beat that out though. Like so I'm putting things. it out there. I'm putting it out there early. Yeah. Just, just be that. That's I can't beat that story. It's yes, simple as that. Now, once again, I also think the boys were after a more of a succinct story because <laughs> it's going to be on a voicemail. Like now, you were you timing to, me. How much? How long? Ah, uh, that, that was that was a good six minutes. That's fine, but six, that, no, okay. but you was can't tell that story. You can't tell that story in under six. Like yeah, that, that. There's too much detail to, you have to include. Because we can sit here and just give the boys nothing, right? Yeah. And then I don't feel like we're giving them enough stroke, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Because if we just go, oh yeah, we're just sorting sorting best ranges, that's fucking boring. You need that whole background oh, story. Look, I could tell you about how how it was amazing in the state, like the atmosphere, it was so loud. You could feel the stadium moving nah, under your feet. I could talk about stuff like that, you know, but mm. it's, that really wasn't why, what I remember about the day. No, it's, it's all it's the, the other backstory. stuff. Yeah. 100%. And that's kind of where I'm going to go with my backstory. Now I, I had three, cause I replied the reason the boys said, Hey, do you mind recording something for the show is because I replied to their thing and I had three in mind and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, what were the three best I went to? Number one was a grand final that my team was in. Canberra so a few the, years ago, yeah, against the Roosters. 2019, yeah, but they lost. So yeah. if they'd won, that would have been number one with the bullet, no dramas, oh, of right? Of course, of course. But the, the Don't even mention itself, the Giants, mate. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> That's not no, even in the top ten. <laughs> no, exactly. Uh, number one was that, but it, it also in the background was like, look, it was more the atmosphere because I rocked up. Yeah. Everyone was so excited. We hadn't been in a grand final in like fucking 20 years. Everyone was so pumped to be there. 
we were in Sydney, but Canberra was fucking like a lot. You're the outsiders. Yeah. We were having beers. It was such a great time. Then we lost and it sucked. And then I was crying on the way home. That sucked. Number two was the fact uh, an M- a live MLB game, but it wasn't an MLB fan at the time, but it made me an MLB fan. Uh... And the experience of it, Turn me into an MLB fan. Yeah, so you shouldn't so, have reduced that story to uh, see. That's a great story. I've heard that story a couple of times. That's a fucking great story. The first uh, live MLB game you went to, because there's a whole backstory to go with that as well, isn't there? About there is the tickets and shit and hundred percent. Like the, the, there's deep story in that particular one. Yeah. Uh, and then, but at the same time. It was before I was a fan of MLB. So it's not so fair like, to put it as number one because you weren't so a fan at the time. <laughs> at the time. So, like, at, like retrospectively, I wish I'd appreciated that particular game more than I did. Your moral code is so strict. It even comes down to, like, phony internet polls. You, you like, apply I'm your moral like, code. Well, like, anyone can jump on a bandwagon, and literally that would have been the best story ever and that it would have been, been an amazing yeah. thing. That is probably the best thing I've been to. And then number three was the F1 in Melbourne where me and you went to and spent four days there. Oh, that was then, a riot, like, yeah. Spent, spent time with fucking catering and... Well, again, do you remember... Again, again, do you remember the race, though? I don't really. No, I remember watching race, Jensen Button win. Yeah. <laughs> but what I do remember is me and you getting a fucking trolley yes. with booze from That's fucking right. a, a Coles that was about... Two and a, a half weird, a weird, away. a weird Melbourne Coles, and I think a weird Melbourne Coles. Yeah, we were in. I'm. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna say we were in like Brunswick or something when we were at this fucking Coles. We're across the road. Yeah, it was. A, it was a bit of a walk because we were both pretty drunk, and we're yeah. like, it's Thursday, and we need Thursday morning. We've had lunch. Hotel. We had hot dogs at the at the racetrack. We, we, so we've we had lunch. We're gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kransky every day for breakfast because <laughs> it was the cheapest food yes. meal we could get five so bucks Kresge for breakfast lunch you know? <laughs> and just <laughs> fill it up with beer in between <laughs> booze and, and yeah it was beers that and it was also uh, it was also bourbon that is a great story and it also happened in melbourne so you know what i'm close to bumpy uh, look the old firm game is special, but that no, that's, that's the one. But the F one Grand Prix, good. that's a it's a different kind of special. Like it's because that's like me and you having a good time and fucking. Yeah. I lost my phone, and fucking wallet, and shit down there. Remember that? Yeah, it was I had to go shopping for a phone on Sunday because yeah, I lost no, no, it no, Saturday no, night. That, that was Saturday. That was Saturday. We lost it on the Friday. <laughs> lost spent, it on Friday night. We spent all Saturday getting a new phone, getting all the things sorted. That's it. But we were back in time for quality at that's four right. pm. Yes. And and then it was like, oh, I guess we'll go watch the footy in our hotel at the bar. Yeah. And that's when we ran into like the uh, the people who work catering for the lady. Teams. Yeah. yeah, and was, oh, I wish I was dead. Like, oh, it was fucking, yeah. It was- that, that we'll see that so, catering lady. It's uh, very quickly. We'll just do a very quick little like story. Stories time about pinatas. We were outside. You were still smoking then, if I'm not mistaken, back in 2000. No, I was off the darts, but you were you were still I was smoking. Still smoking. I'm still and smoking I was now. Jumping. Yeah, yeah. So we were out there. I was having a fag. And Greeno's having a chat, and out comes a lady, um, you know, quite good-looking young girl, Polish or Estonian or something, you know, she said she was. And uh, she comes out, she lights up a fag, and she's wearing, like, a kind of, like, a server's outfit with Williams written on it. So she's in the Williams catering team, yeah? Mm -hmm. And Greeno and I are like, oh, wow, you work for Williams. And she kind of looked at us funny, and she's like, yes, yes, what of it? You know, in that that kind of droll Eastern European way, which is not a stereotype, it's fucking real. That's the way they talk. She's like, yes, what of it, you know? 
And I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, that must be so good. And Greta's like, wow, it must be so exciting. You get to travel and stuff. And she looks at us. She goes, I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. And, and the situation was like, was perfect. <laughs> not, not just that, where, where the smokers area was as well, because yep. we were in, like, our hotel was very lovely. It was, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it was the, the lady books present to you for your 30th. That's right. And, and it was like, it was across the road from the track. The hotel itself was amazing, yep. but the little smokers area was kind of like a dungeon, if it you was, will. Yeah. It was outside, was very small. They but, tried, they so tried you, to rainforest it up with some plants, yeah, some gardenias there. out there. Yeah. Exactly. But I also remember thinking afterwards going, let me just try. You've got all your races in these lavish hotels and they've gone, no, 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 you stay in this little shithole and if you want to smoke, you're in the dank Yeah, that's with, it. with these boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, you're really staying here? He's like, it's really close and I, I don't like it. <laughs> like, all right. We'll, yeah. we'll go back to our room watching footy in. Yep. And then we also stayed up till three in the morning watching fucking uh, – for some reason, it was Andrew Simon's uh, videos. For some reason, Andrew were on Simon's was it? We were giggling like drunken idiots at fucking two in the morning, talking about like Roy was in commentary for some random thing, oh. and it was just it was all over the shop. It was uh, okay. It was drunken, stupid antics. But once again, one of the greatest sporting events. So that's, that, that's the three. Now here's why we didn't record this on your voicemail, boys. How long have we been going for? Because we've probably been going for about 20 minutes. Cost us a fortune to leave that message. Yeah. Feel free to take anything in that section. I reckon Damo's story without the the cunts and the fucks uh, is probably the best. If you take them out, you're taking me out of the story. Yeah. but (laughs) It's just some guy telling it then. But that's the story, though. We've got got three or four there. We've got the the old firm (laughs) derby. Uh, We've got uh, MLB. We've got uh, GF with your team in it. And we've got... Formula One and Melbourne. Yep. So there, there you go. go, cross promotion. Now, uh, hopefully, we get some listeners from a sporting discussion. That's not going to happen, Greeno. Stop telling yourself over. lies. It's not going to happen. That is all lies. Yep. Uh, but we'll, we'll go with it nonetheless. I'm happy for people to listen to an actual legitimate sports show. I listen to actual legitimate sports shows, you know. I like them. Uh, I tried to do one, but we couldn't pull it off. So, you know, no, go, no go and we listen to an actual legitimate sports show, the guys in Melbourne. Yeah, they do what? They actually put some effort in. They get recordings. They get yeah. people to call in. They, they do some shit. We were like, eh, we'll, just talk about, we'll talk about Sheffield Shield for fucking six hours. No one will care. That's yeah. fine. Yep. Uh, side note, have you been watching uh, the the PM's 11 game? Uh, no. What's been going on? Who's in the PM's 11? I don't even know. Uh, PM's 11 is pretty good. It's pretty much Australia, A, eh? But okay. you're playing West Indies and you got Shivnarayan Chanderpaul's son kicking ass. Shivnarayan Chanderpaul's son. When you said Making that to me the old. other day, <laughs> oh, man. Because Greeno said to me the other day, or not to me, but in a in a group chat, our betting chat, he said oh, Shivnarayan Chanderpaul's son is going off his fucking tits or something. Yeah, know? he's legit. Yeah. yeah, he's legit. And I thought my first thought was not to tune in to see Shivnarayan Chanderpaul's son. My first thought was, fuck, I watched Shivna Ryan Chanderpaul's fucking debut. <laughs> you know, wow. his dad. I watched his yeah. dad debut 20 debut. years ago. His whole career just his dominating. Whole career. Shuffling across the crease. Yeah, with like, that weird batting stance. Yeah. Where it's like really full open batting stance. He mm-hmm. kind of plays like French cricket. He kind of stood there yeah. like his bat was inside his right foot, You know, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, yeah. Uh, more, more extreme than Steve Smith, put it that way. Yeah. And um yeah, now his son how does what's his son bat like? 
the same. Like, is it the same technique and everything? It's pretty similar, dude. Like, yeah. yeah. But he can because like, obviously play, his dad. Like, well, obviously his dad would have taught him how he bats. Here's yeah. how I bat. Here's the reason I do these certain things. Yeah. And this guy's literally like, if you put him up there with the the best West Indian batsman, he's top five, right? Oh, he, he was one of my favorite bats. Because no, I'm, no, I'm thinking all time West Indian. Though. Yeah, like, no, no, definitely. Yeah, no. our best, but like in our generation, probably the best we saw. But yeah, no, yeah, oh, had, no, we yeah. had Lara as well. We had Brian yeah, Lara. Yeah, fair point. You got Lara. You've got uh, Richie Richardson was around. Yeah. No, I'm thinking like the uh, the the kind of generation before. Um, so Viv. So Viv. Yeah. So Viv's number one, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Brian Lara. Garfield Sobers. Garfield Sobers, and like I said, he's probably top five because he was in that latter generation where after the peak of the Windies. Yeah, he carried that team for a good five, six years at the end mm. of his career. He would he would be a 35, 36-year-old player uh, surrounded by kind of 21-year-olds and he was still yeah. the best one in the team, you know. 100%. Yeah. No, he was a, he was a, he was a magnificent player, Shivaran Chinnapal. Mm. Fantastic batsman. Yeah, and now his kid is kicking ass as well. I, I've got a question for you. Is the, is the Hazelwood in supercars like the brother of Josh Hazelwood? Nah, it's... Same name, man. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> has, has that been proven? I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I think it is. Because you know, pretty... but you know what freaks me out though? Because sporting families always have like it's never just one person who's you know if if one guy in the football team is known in the football team, but that's also you don't know that his sister is a, a fucking star netball player and his uncle was a fucking uh, cricketer. You know what I mean? Like they just tend to all go into sports. So I'm just curious if he's got a brother driving supercars. I don't, I don't think it is because uh, no, uh, Josh Josh Hazelwood's from Tamworth. Okay, I don't think there's much driving out in Tamworth. Uh, just a quick Google search on on okay. shit. No, 100 he is. Um, just a quick Google search on shit on Tamworth. Yes. At test average over 50. Yeah. 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 51.37. Like, that's unreal. Strike rate of 43. Yep. He had 30 test 100, 66 test 50s. And, again, a lot like, of that was when he was getting no support. And, like, he was the only no batsman support. on the team. Like, he was yeah. literally, like, he. I don't know what his winning percentage was in, in games, but it was fucking terrible. Like, it wouldn't have been much. He averaged 41 in one day in nationals. Like, yep. this this guy, like. He could play. Under, if you have to, We're talking about underappreciated cricketers. Mm. Like I think Jux Callis is still the most underappreciated yes, cricketer of nice all time. Nice. We've had this media had this conversation plenty of times before. We're not going to repeat it. Yep. We talk about a show a thousand times. That dude is literally one of the best batsmen and best bowlers ever, and no one fucking talks about him because mm-hmm. he wasn't flashy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shivaran Shedipal may be one of the best batsmen. They even go, oh yeah, he was all right in a shitty team. No, no. You, you, even if you're in a shitty team, it's more impressive to average fifty-one in a shitty Absolutely team. Absolutely, because is. you've got fucking no support. Because you're just like, oh, we're we're just gonna bowl wide to Shiv, yep. and we'll try and get the other dude out. You can't play. You can't play your natural game because every yeah. time you get in, you're three down for not many, and you're trying to save mm-hmm. the innings. So you've got to 100 occupy a crease. You can't play your shots. You know, yeah. like he had to learn how to play. He's getting nothing again. to hit. Yeah, ever exactly. because they're like, we'll fucking bowl the other dude out. Like there's no, like I said, there's no Garfield Sobers. There's no Richard Richardson down the other end. It's we got Shiv and the rest of them. Nah, it's fine. We'll bowl to everyone we'll else. Right. Shiv, Shiv will bowl outside off yeah. and just good luck, mate. Shuffle across Bore the him to as death. much as you want. Yeah. yeah, we'll bowl bounces. It'll be all right. Yeah. Um, 
51.37 test average. Good average. 11,869 test runs in 164 matches. Yeah, and when Shiv was um, playing, you know, a 40, it was considered, it used to be a 40 average was good, and then 45 was good, and only Mark, the best got over 50. You know mate, what I mean? Mark War is commentating with brain damage right now, and he averaged like 42 for his career. He's considered <laughs> one of Australia's best ever, yeah. and he's he's built a career off the back of it. Shiv is averaging 51 for Christ's sake. yeah. He's uh, a hell of a player. And, and Mark Waugh played in a team that was the greatest team that ever played as well. Hey, that that Australian team. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that's the great sledge. Nice Gary on the nice sledge. Nice Gary. He came out and, uh, 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 very quickly. An English player came out and uh, Mark Waugh was fielding at like Silly Point or something. And credit to Mark Waugh. Yeah. He's the one who told the story. He was a yeah. slipper. Uh, was he a slipper? He's the one yeah, who told this story. One of the I best think. Yeah. ever, yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember the uh, the English player. I think it was one of the brothers. Remember those Kiwi brothers that played for England? Uh, Hollyoaks? Was it Hollyoak? Maybe. It might have been one of them. Maybe. Oh, Aussies, weren't they? Were they Aussies? I can't remember. They only played yeah. like a handful of tests, so I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the Hollyoak brothers. Might but have that been. Was, no, that was way after Mike Waller. Was it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was one of these players, you know, one of the ones who has like a short test career. And hey, it happens. You made it. Good luck to your brother. You know, like you you made it to the test team. But some players only play one. You know, some players only play a couple or three or four or five, and they were one of them. And so they came out to bat, and Mark Ward said, "Mate, who are you? You're not good enough to play to uh, play for England." And this fucking guy, I think he was on debut or something, turned around to him and said, "You're not even the best in your family." That's <laughs> you know, uh, a fucking nice Gary. Nice Gary. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, James Ormond. James Ormond. So it wasn't Ormond. one of the brothers. But yeah, James Ormond what was a uh, the legend. Dude. Yeah. They gave that sledge. Yeah, uh, at, the time, at the time, Mark Waugh was cricket royalty at that time, you know. He was, yeah. And this guy's just taking yeah. him down uh, more than one peg. <laughs> 100%. Like, <laughs> You're not yeah. even the best in your own family. <laughs> and. Fucking accurate comment. That's the thing. Yes, one. that's right. Uh, played two tests, James Ormond. Two tests. But came out with one of the best sledges ever. That's it. Two, <laughs> two <laughs> tests. He's got two tests and the greatest sledge that's ever been sledged. So. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. What are we going to skip to, man? Like, let's just. This is going to be our last segment. Let's just fucking. Really, you want to do uh, Pox Max update? We can or wrap it up. Yeah. TV's dead. Biggest story of the week. What are you going to do? Well, I don't really know what TV's dead. Biggest. The biggest story of the week is more interesting because I think there's so many Australia. Um, you know, Hollywood people living in Australia now. It's getting weird. They're all oh, moving here. It's like, what is the place gonna? Is America gonna blow up soon, or what's going let's on? Go, let's go that one, and then we'll go Pox Vax update, and then we'll go Hot Stove to wrap it up. Okay, all right. All right. All right. Let's talk about this one first. So, biggest story of the week. We like talking about the the big things. We don't big like issues. You know, dealing with, yeah. we don't like dealing with small stuff. We just like well, we just want a high level. Mm. You know, we we were times precious, baby. Um, <laughs> when we see when we see inverted commas news that we see. Mm. That we realise, like you know, our time is, is getting wasted here. Yeah. Uh, well, you you realise time's not in, that important when you see stories like this. You want to put a gun in your mouth, Karina. Hundred percent. What do we got? Uh, the moment Eva Mendes and Ryan Gosling find Huntsman Spider in Aussie bedroom. Nice, Gary. A Huntsman Spider has given Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes a warm welcome to Australia by showing up on their bed. That's this is mm. an article. This is, uh, this is on news.com. News, news.com. 
Inverted commas, news. Well, I guess there's all kind of news. And I guess if you're running news.com, you get to choose what the news is, don't you? So. Let's, let's back up one second. Uh, <laughs> you get to are, are decide these... what the news is. Good for true, you. True. No, fair call. Yeah. Uh, are these two people a couple? Are they? I don't know. I don't I was know. I don't, I don't know either. I, I pay... Zero attention to Hollywood I don't know. Gossip I don't know if Ryan Gosling can have sex or if he's kind of like an alien substitute body here on Earth with no organs whatsoever because he just maintains the same age constantly. I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, fun, fun fact, Ryan Gosling was uh, hired for that bullshit romantic comedy, The Notebook. and Or not comedy, but like uh, romantic drama yeah. because they said he was ugly. Really? They didn't want him as a sex symbol. Like, we don't need a sex symbol in this role. We need an ugly dude. And they hired him, and then he became the biggest sex symbol ever That's because everyone true. loves a notebook. That's funny. Yeah, it's funny mm. you say that. Very interesting. So it's almost as if, like, it's the it's the story that makes the man attractive rather than the man himself. Whereas, the man himself. Whereas exactly. for us, it's like, oh, yeah, I'd fuck Eva Mendes. Oh, <laughs> it's, have a look it's, at those it's lips, easy. man. Like, oh. <laughs> but women, uh, have to re- like, women have to really care, don't they, to find uh, a guy attractive. Guys, we don't need that much backstory. We don't need. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty shallow. We're, we they're are very thing. shallow. Yeah. And I know, look, yeah. I know women are shallow too, but they're not as shallow. There's different levels as sh- of shallow, yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. They found a spider on their bed. Good luck to them. That's what every Australian It's a fucking loves. story. It's fucking so stupid. I, yeah. I found six in my room today. Like, doesn't matter. I sprayed it with, uh, I didn't spray it with best thing. I, I, my wife's like, I was about to say my wife's name there. Uh, I said to my wife, I'm like, I was like, oh, there's a spider up there. I'm like, oh, no, I got it covered. And I sprayed it with Glen 20. And she's like, what's that going to do? And I'm like, well, if it doesn't it's, clean it's, them, it'll I'm make like, them it'll shiny. It'll be all right. Yep. Like, at least it's disinfected. It's clean now. Sure, it'll be dead. <laughs> you disinfected the bugs. I disinfected the spiders because I'm like, ah, that's fine. It'll be all good. That'll be, and hey, know. you know what? That'll be a nice way to break the news to your daughter when her hamster dies too. You know what? Exactly. I just disinfected him. I disinfected now him. Now he's dead. Your hamster's dead, but at the same time, you know, it's clean. You can hug him if clean. you want. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. You can you can kiss it. That's all good. Before we bury it. Yeah. Um, Damo, we've been talking about the Vax updates because what's happened is, uh, unfortunately, for the New South Wales government, yep. people aren't buying into the COVID Vax anymore. Because it turns out, like, oh, mm. apparently it doesn't actually help transmission. Don't tell, I, don't, don't tell me we've got some kind of inventory crisis, Greeno, where we can't just, move the stock. We that's, can't move the merch for, for the, the COVID Vax anymore. <laughs> like, people don't wrong. care anymore, basically. <laughs> It does certain things, but it turns out what they told us it was going to do, i.e. stop transmission, didn't really doesn't, actually, yeah. doesn't actually do that. It might help reduce hospitalization. That is fine. That is all good. Yeah. However, it like- didn't do what you told us to do because that's why you had to get it so it didn't transmit, and then that's why everyone had to get locked in the home. And that's right, because it was transmitting its tits off anyway. Exactly. And it's now it's kind of like, transmitting its tits off. Kind of like that Seinfeld episode, Greeno, with the non-fat yogurt. You know, hundred percent. The yogurt shop gets getting... really popular because it's non-fat and it tastes so good. And mm-hmm. hang on, but maybe is it not non-fat? What if it's not non-fat? Then you lose your whole selling point, don't you? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Uh so there's a lot of that merch going. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> yes. what happened is the, the the government went a little bit hardcore on the monkeypox facts. Mm. 
They're like, hey, man, this is fucking, this is COVID 2.0. Yeah, we've just we had a pandemic. To, we better, yeah. like, double down for this one. We need yeah. to get in on the ground floor here. Right. Let's we be world sure leaders. Yeah. We are going to get in and fucking double down hardcore on this fucking monkey box max, ready to go. That's right. And once again, what happened is, like, oh, well, this really isn't anything, like, anything. Um <laughs> But we got a shit ton of vax to move. What are we going to do? Hmm. So the New South Wales government, we this has been in the rundown for five weeks because every week they're trying to ship this merch in different ways, shapes, or forms. <laughs> and every week we generally skip it because there's less funny stuff in it. But this week it was it was too funny to not add to the rundown. Okay. So this was the ad that New South Wales has put in this week. More people now eligible for the monkeypox vax, MPVX vaccine. Okay. Now, firstly, I didn't realize there was an eligibility criteria for the monkeypox vaccine. My oh. theory was if you had the monkeypox, fucking go get vaccinated. You're all good. No. Well, it's, are you saying risk. it's not like the COVID one where they were like, we don't care if you're at risk at COVID or not. Get it or you're losing your job. You're losing your job. You're going to be locked down. <laughs> yeah. Don't go to the shops. You're right. not eating for a week. Yeah. Uh, but then bracket, bracket. More people now eligible. Here's the eligible people demo. And this is from New South Wales Health. This is their promo for, for the backs. All sexually active, active gay men and bisexual men, cis and trans. Mm. Sexual partners of the people above. Okay. So anyone who's fucking, anyone who's gay and bisexual, which generally would mean that you're gay or bisexual. Look at so the, the government. Second, look at the, the government going. No good. Look at the government going to the extent of putting cis and trans. So cis, and cis, trans. cis has now been, um, I guess, it has now been confirmed as a term now, has it? Because the mm. government's now using it. I guess so. Okay. But <laughs> my theory is, but if you're a sexual partner of the people above, aren't you either gay or bisexual? <laughs> If so, you're a sexual uh, partner of a gay, no, you don't have to be greener. You don't even have to be a man to be gay, a gay or man. Bisexual, cis or trans to be a, so uh, <laughs> once again, they could have said a bullet point, but they needed to fill out the page, I guess. Okay. And then <laughs> option, option three, sex workers. Sex uh, workers yeah. So, but then this is the bit that fucking got me where I'm like, I've got to send this through. Get vaccinated before summer, exclamation point. So what they're saying is fucking get vaccinated so you can get your fuck on for summer day. It's a fuck fest out there on the summer it's a, summer it's nights. A big old, it's a big old gay fuck fest or cis fuck fest or bisexual fuck fest yeah. or sex worker fuck fest. Yes. Uh, book your appointment now to make sure you don't get your pumpy, uh, your monkey box yeah. before you get into your gay, cis, trans, uh, bisexual, sexual partner, sex worker fuck fest. Well, Greeno, I think I might have a fixer for you. And okay, yeah. you know nothing. You know nothing about bisexuality. I know nothing about cis or trans. Between us, we can fix it. Okay. Well, you say it's uh, – well, we say here on the show it's an inventory issue. You can't move the inventory. You've bought up all of this stock and it's just mm-hmm. sitting there in the warehouse. You can't get it out. Now, yeah. I put it to you, Greeno, that how about this? What if we change the name of the vaccine from MPXV to MXPX, Greeno? Nice. To represent the old school 90s straight edge Christian punk band. Punk band. So now. So now. Christian demographic on board. That's right. 
Let's not talk about gay, bisexual, cis, trans, Let's talk about conversions, baby. Let's talk about MXPX and go, if you're you're big fans of MXPX and you're a bit worried about the MXPX virus, uh, come and get the MXPX vaccine. And when you walk in, it's playing, what was their big, they they had one Um, massive big song. You know the one when they're in the bowling alley or something? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. It's the one out of my own. Ah, it's going to bug me now. We have to find it. Yeah, okay, I'm Googling. Don't worry. Look look it up now. But no, I like where your head's at, man. I think if we can convert the monkeypox virus to the MXPX virus, suddenly we're on board. And then maybe get Blink-182 on it as well. Um. Well, how can we turn that into a a vaccine-sounding name, though? No FX. No FX. So we've got MXPX virus. Oh, no, no, no. So we'll have the MXPX vaccine and the NoFX booster shot, Greeno. Booster shot, 100%. <laughs> with the Blink-182 Blink variant. Oh, Greeno, we found it. It's called Responsibility. There you go. I don't want to think about it. Think we're better off without it. The MXPX vaccine, Green. Nice, right. Gary. That's fucking. That should be the, the anthem for that vaccine. Uh, <laughs> I know the best best uh, MXPX song is Middle Name. Middle Name. Okay. Now yeah. we have to look that one up too. I guess. Yeah. How do you know it's Middle Name? That, that's the best one. Uh, cause I, that's the album my own and that's, that's a fucking banger. Emotion. I'm trying to think of the big one that when they were first, when they first kind of got famous. Yeah. Okay. That's your favorite song. That's not their yeah. most famous one. No, I'm not saying it's the most famous. I'm saying that's their best song. They had one song that was the most famous. Anyway, someone will tell us. Yeah. Stefan no, Sears is actually a big MXPX fan. The, no, the one you said is probably the most famous. What I'm saying is the best song is Middle Name. Oh, that's okay. on the banger. I couldn't tell that's you. That's the banger. Yeah. Uh, Damo, let's do a bit of hot stove before we go, baby. Uh, uh, now, we like to, uh, as we do uh, for this particular segment, it likes to gauge the heat at the stove. Hmm. Like just touch on it, just make sure everything's all right. Touch it with the back of your hand so you don't hurt your fingertips. Hundred percent. We we like to make sure for uh, OH and S. Uh, we got HR always in our fucking rear ends at the moment, yep. talking about, hey man, let's make sure this stove's not too hot because otherwise we could have an issue here. Blah blah blah. Admittedly, we've only got two employees. We have got me and you. Back in the day when we used to be with James R. Different story. We had fucking employees everywhere. We had Dorothy Boyd. We had the fucking retarded son. There was a lot of work going on. We had to make sure that (laughs) the the HR situation was all covered, right? Now it's me and you, and that's it. B's fucking abandoned B's abandoned us because he doesn't do his report anymore. The unit there reporter, Troy, is off actually earning money in a real business. Uh, We're literally down to me and you. That's it. Between us, we are now just a partnership. So we've got lower Jim, insurance. Jim Edward has just popped up in. I'm, I'm pleased to report Jim Edward has just popped up in the chat. That is our first comment for the night. Nice, Gary. Yeah, Jim's the first one here. That's, that's, that sums up our show. It does, uh, really does. We give no fucks. Like, we, like, 
No offence to Hey, we're fucking huge in Vietnam. I won't hear a word about it. And Ukraine, for Christ's sake. Ukraine Uh, loves us. We we don't do this show for for our listeners. We do it for the Ukraine. We do it for the Ukraine, exactly. We don't care. We do it for us. Uh, And the Ukraine. And the Ukraine. And this week for the uh, sporting discussion, boys. But uh, so the HR said, look, it's, it's all good. Make sure the two of you are taken care of. Yeah. And we checked the stove. We realised there's only one burner that actually works. Oh, no, not this. This is the stove I told you to trade in as well. No, no, last no. Year. What I'm saying is, like, we only had to turn on one, one burner this oh, week. Oh, right. The so three, not a lot of things to boil today. Not a lot of things to boil this week. We had the other three. They're there. They're ready to go. I checked the pilot lights. The pilot lights are good. Is I Jerry DePoto's t- phone working? It's not. That's okay. the problem. Because yeah, right. crazy Uncle Jerry DePoto hasn't been busy this week. Right. Uh, so what I, what I looked at is I'm like, I'm looking at the stove. I had the big burner ready to go. I had the pilot light gun done. I had the water in there, but then realized it was, it was unnecessary. So I had to go out the back, get myself a little small pot, little one, hmm. uh, put a little, just a little simmer, almost like a, uh, I can think of it, like a poaching, poaching liquid, if we will. Oh, yes. Yeah. Poaching liquid on a simmer because we don't want to over poach the egg. If we will, we put it on the back right burner. We put it out there, over there. Just a little segment, bit. Mate. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you talking about, mate? What are you talking about? Well, this segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, poaching eggs. <laughs> poaching fucking eggs. Lord, no. Back on a burner on a low heat. <laughs> You know, when, when, the, when the lady boogs used to listen to this show, she'd say, I'd listen to it up until you started talking about that fucking stove or whatever that was. Nice, Gary. Pretty good one to get out. Pink burner, a low heat for the egg in. Put the egg in. But at what point of the stove did the egg go in, Greedo? Was it about Thursday or Tuesday? How long has the egg been on the stove? Uh, very good point. 23rd of November, sir. Uh-huh. It was that two days ago. That was Wednesday. Okay, uh, so we should be just about ready to pull it out then. Just about ready to pull it out because none of the other birds need to be on because the only thing that happened this week yeah. was Hunter Refro was trading the angels for three, <laughs> three prospects. That's the whole stove for this week, baby. That's the show. See, this is why the genius of when we left the radio show. Oh, yeah, genius. And, and it, wasn't, said, wasn't, it wasn't forced by them demanding no, we no, pay no. their money. <laughs> like all well, of a sudden, hang on a minute. <laughs> but when they asked for like, oh, if you guys aren't going to be there, you need to send in a best of show. And That's we right. just recorded the hot stove. Yep. For an hour. <laughs> all the statements for a year yeah. of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Send it in for Christmas Day. <laughs> just hot stoves reports. <laughs> just hot stove for an hour <laughs> talking about the temperature of the pot. It's <laughs> why that was the greatest segment. That was the greatest hour hour of community yeah. radio in history. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, that's it. That's all I've got, sir. All right. That's you got anything it. else before we go? <laughs> no, let's just fucking get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Plugs. <laughs> Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. 
We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but a bosom buddy will sit down and tell you that? 